1: What up, what up, what up? How's everybody doing? Welcome to another episode of the sneaker history podcast. Um, we got you know Shaq and D Wade over here, oh six style. It's me and Mike today. How you doing,
2: man? Oh man, I'm good. Have no complaints on this side. How about you, man?
1: I'm good. I'll be fat Shaq and you'll be D Wade. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I mean I'm here. And, uh you no. Know, effective you know much like i am in real life i'm, I'm effective but big and slow so
2: <laughs> i mean it's work i think you're taller than me anyway so
1: i think i think the analogy works and you're definitely faster than me so it's just like the analogy just keeps working on level <laughs> well we hope everybody's having a good corn week i'm a coin that term corn yeah, week solid it, it can mean a day or a month whatever amount of time it's been but um we got a good episode today we're going to be looking at some releases for the most part that are not Jordan brand uh we typically have like a Jordan release schedule type thing um but a couple of shoes coming out here in the coming weeks month um that really kind of caught our eye so we're going to be looking at a various pairs of shoes um, before we dive too far into that we got a couple things here um we're going to start off with a review we're officially over 100 we're at 140 so uh you know only 96 more to 200 keep that in mind um but this one comes from triple sticks not six but sticks and five star review he said i really enjoy the podcast i have been listening to you guys for about 6 months And I will say you're what's missing to me and a lot of other podcasts. Solid history. Between today's broadcast and an article I read about Tinker's pitch to MJ after he hurt his ankle and was thinking about leaving Nike, I was was convinced I need more history, more storylines, etc. Love the threes as a poor teenager. I shared a pair with my cousin. And it's crazy to me how we almost didn't get that shoe. Keep up the good work. And I plan on following you dudes as well on IG. Peace and stay safe.
2: That's what I'm looking for. Like it, it, we actually hit a nerve with somebody in a good way, like brought him back to his childhood and it is circle, it goes full circle to where he is now. So that's awesome. Thanks.
1: Yeah, man. Triple sticks. That's a, that's a really good review. Thanks for sharing your own story. Um, I think a lot of us can connect with that. Um, hearing something and it makes you think about something you had with your kid um, when you were a kid um, that's half of the fun of owning and collecting or wearing shoes is just the nostalgia aspect. So um, I really hope you got a pair of the 2018 black cements. Um, and yeah, man, he's got to think about like, you know, how fortunate you are and, you know, it's like perspective and keep everything, you know, try to keep everything positive. Cause you know, he shared shoes with his cousins and I'm sure there's not, Um, he's not the only person out there who's doing that or has had to do that. Um, and it's just, you know, never take for granted, you know, if you have one pair or a hundred pair or a thousand pairs, just keep that in mind.
2: Just, you can love sneakers without having a million pairs. and I hope everyone knows that. Like it's it's just easy to do. You just appreciate what they
1: are. So if you share them or you don't keep loving shoes, man. It's, it's very easy to get caught up in seeing, um, you know, sneaker celebrity X or influencer Y picking up every single thing and being like, damn, I don't have those. Or I need to go buy these instead of, you know, maybe paying an obligation in life, whatever it might be. Um, this always keep stuff in perspective. Um, you know, and yeah, I'll, I'll get off the soapbox. We'll we'll go into a more positive note here. Um, we haven't talked about what we've been rocking and what we've been caught cop- on, what we plan on copping or what we have copped in a while. So, mm-hmm. Mike, um, give me, let's start off by a shoe. It doesn't have to be what you wore today. Um, we'll make this kind of all encompassing. So, like, what, what's a shoe you've been rocking or a couple of shoes you've been rocking?
2: Oh, couple I've been rocking right now. It's kind of been like a, a, a plethora and they're all like in my house, like just walking around. Uh, I've been rocking my. Airmore tempos USA's. I know me and Robbie both got lucky on those. Not too long ago. Um, been rocking my pair of crazy B Y W, uh, Pharrell Williams. Uh, they caught him on crazy sell. and probably just my Jordan one low is going to be easy to slip on, slip off. If I'm just
1: like running to a mailbox or something, the, the black toe pair. That's what's up. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: i am been trying to think since I asked you that question, what the name of the Adidas I've been wearing are, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> man, they escape me. Cause you know, they're the kind of shoes I took out of the box. And as they hang in behind the back, you know, behind the back of the door. yep, And in, in, in the beater area. Um, Oh, Is it awesome you- those? Yes. Yes. I yes. Remember you
2: talking about those. That's the only reason I remember them. I was like, why do I know
1: this? Yeah. My $35 pickup from adidas.com. Uh, yeah. um, I'm, not, I'm not mad at that at all. Those, those I'm cells have been
2: fantastic.
1: I mean, I got these months ago, but they're so comfortable. Um, I really enjoy wearing them. Um, still wearing a lot of ons. I ran my fastest, my most quick 5k ever.
0: And nice. keep in
1: mind, I normally run like a wounded animal. <laughs> and, um, Even more on another level, I only run when chased. So both of those changed yesterday. I ran it in 38 minutes, and I felt super proud of myself.
2: Nice, man. That's that's what's up. I was gonna ask you, do we need to like hire like a tiger trainer to chase you? We need to get old Tiger King out there, right? And just (laughs) let one loose on you.
1: Maybe for me, it's more like a horse. You have to like put like a carrot over my head. hanging over my head and just keep me running. Uh, it, it's funny cause like I always told myself like how far, how far would you have to run straight for a free pair of Red Octobers? If someone like made that, <laughs> made that bet with you, <laughs> I think I, I, I would run, keep in mind, I just said a 5k was super hard. I'd run a half marathon. For- Yeah, I mean,
2: you gotta do at that point. I mean, I'm, I'm just asking how far you need to run. Like, can I have water in between, like, or breaks? What can I do to get these?
1: Right. And um, the last shoe I've been rocking a lot. Um, shout out to all the slide boys out there. A lot of slides. And I got these, like, $15. They are 10 to 15 bucks Adidas rubber slides. Bought two pairs of them. They're super crappy. But they are great for just going to the storage unit in my building or going down to check the mail. i going to the gas station across the street. Normally I am adamantly against slides in public, but chef's kiss to the <laughs> slides. All right. Do, do you do wear slides? Yeah, every so often. More
2: like around the house. I have one pair of Nike slides I've been beating for <sighs> God, it has been close about three, four years now, the same ones. I just don't believe in buying them until they break.
1: So listeners, please answer me this question either in a review or a direct message um or on twitter uh do you think you get a fit off when you wear slides like let's say you bought a pair of like um the air max slides i saw on sale a couple of days ago it was like an air max 90 slide or one of the millions of jordan retro themed slides <laughs> do you wear those and like think you're getting a fit off i'm not asking that like to be a dick but like do people <laughs> consider that like all right i'm gonna base my outfit around these Air Max 90 slides. I have never done that.
2: That was like last resort. It's like, oh crap, I'm in a hurry and I got to go to the store for something
1: I, like just out of my normal routine. But typically, don't leave the house when I'm on. I mean, people, I guess people who wear like San UK or like Teva Sport sandals or Keens, maybe they're not like really uh, thinking about getting their fit off. But, you know, slippers, like um, slides, you know, thongs, flip-flops, whatever you want to call
2: them or shoes ever. No offense to anybody, but we're no,
1: people like, you know, plan their peak polo shirt and the cargo shorts to match those leather sandals. So mm-hmm. is it help us out here? Is that a thing tell, to tell us if, um, if you base your outfits around slides? Well,
2: I did go to the grocery store about a week ago, saw this guy straight up all black fit, you know, black, black mask covering black snapback, uh, Black nice tee, black, you know, ripped denim, black socks with those weird Yeezy slides. I'm like, he he put his fit around these sandals or his sandals around his fit, whatever, but it was planned.
1: That's a fit. I I I would consider the Yeezy sandal, the slide. I I would say if you own those, you know you're gonna try to get that off.
2: You have to, right? Like that's a that's a planned action at that point. It's not like oops, I forgot my shoes. See?
1: You stumble across a pair of Jordan thirteen slides. You don't accidentally stumble across those Yeezys, you know. Exactly, <laughs> doesn't really happen like that. Um, but you know, there's two parts to this question: rocking and copping. Um, what have you been buying? Have you been trying to lay off? Like, what is your uh, what is your purchasing methods?
2: <laughs> <laughs> so it is a. Uh, I go in a really I go in hot and cold spurts. Cold is like, all right, cool. I'm gonna lay off. Don't need anything. And then once you hit the little spark, once, once it hits the embers, all hell breaks loose. So um, I have I, I, the things I've been rocking. I mean, Tempos were a gift from my wife along with the LeBron 17 uh, black and for our anniversary. So I got those two. Um, bought a pair of car hoos. You guys probably saw me do a review on not too long ago. It, again, just deep discount. Couldn't pass up. The Pharrell crazy BYW uh level X from Kith for 65 bucks from the normal two-fifty price point. Um, Air Jordan women's OG. I mean, I got them for a discount as well. Like I bought nothing for full price and that's what was my downfall because I kept seeing sales and they were just so easy to pull the trigger on, but there's just too much coming out right now. I mean, we're going to get into that a little bit later, but good God, there's the world starting to get back to normal a little bit, you know, smidgen. And so, These sneakers are releasing and they're trying to get rid of old stock as well. So it's just for for addicts like us, it is is not a good
1: day. Yeah, I saw one of the homies post a story um, of him at like a champs and everything had the red tag on it.
2: Oh, I won't go to champs because I'm not going anywhere, but I like where they're doing.
1: (laughs) Right. I mean, so. That's why sales exist is to lure you in. So it's it's definitely a temptation. And I, I, I too have felt um, fell into the temptation a little bit. Um, that Kith sale was crazy. We um, oh, no. sent the link to that, right?
2: Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah we sent it out on the I think both the sitting treasures and the secret history Twitter, if I'm not mistaken.
1: There was a lot of good stuff. I got the LeBron seven Christmas for 100 bucks. Might as well be free. Yeah. I mean, might as well be, um, that shoe sat, it's, it's funny how, um, maybe it's, it's because it's Christmas and a lot of people don't think they can wear that shoe year round, myself included. I'm not going to lie. That will only be worn in December. Um, (laughs) but like, I would think any LeBron seven would do well. That one colorway in particular, almost in every single size sat in various locations.
2: Yeah, and uh, I think Concepts had it for a hundred even. Um, yeah, Concepts had it for a hundred even. I want to say Feature Me had it as well in that same price range. Uh, I, it wasn't people. I guess the people really wanted it, got it when it came out, but the rest of the stock just hung
1: out. I mean, I tried to get them, and I'm pretty sure I didn't get them on sneakers. And then they were just everywhere else. I don't quite remember, but. You know, I said this a million times. I'm a big LeBron Seven fan, so I plan on buying up whatever I can for a reasonable price. And for 100 bucks, I could not say no. Um, what else have I been buying? Oh, I got the clay green Air Jordan Ones. What? Uh,
2: when would you get that?
1: On like last week. I didn't tell you yet. I guess. Um, <laughs> got them from the Stadium Goods, 15% off sale. Got them for 300 flat.
2: I can't lie. That's
1: a pretty solid price because that one didn't release in the states, did it? Ah, uh, I, I'm. I think it did. Okay. Uh, either way, though, StockX has them selling for like 380, and they're around 400 normally. So to get them for 300 on that 15% off, it was an easy cop. And, and above that, I know a lot of people, you know, will shy away from stadium goods because you know their prices are higher. But in my eyes. If you're going to buy a shoe like a a more limited Jordan 1, you have to keep in mind that there are millions and millions of fakes of any Jordan 1 for that matter. I mean, if anything that there could be value on, there's a fake of it. So I don't feel comfortable 100% confident, I should better say, buying that shoe um, from like a StockX or GOAT just because... You know, everybody's human and they have to get through a lot of shoes at one time. And there's Mm -hmm. some, you know, there's some uh, issues going on with COVID, especially with like StockX. You can look up that research on your own. (laughs) But um, Stadium Goods, you know, they really are, them and Flight Club, if they sell a fake, their reputation's fucked. So I feel very confident buying from local boutiques with established staff and Stadium Goods and Flight Club. (laughs) Like that's pretty much what it comes down to. And yeah, that 15% off really um, took the edge off price wise to buy from stadium good. So next time they do those kind of sales, they do 10 to 15% off. I want to say every couple months, like major holidays. Uh, I I highly recommend looking through there. So I saw um, gold, gold bullet, um, gold metal, whatever you want to call it. um, Air Max 97 and they were all two fifty.
2: What? You sent me, you know what? That when you bought that, that's when you must have sent me a coupon. Cause I saw it come through my email. I was like, what is this? I thought it was spam at first. I'm like, no, that's from Robbie. And I, it was yeah. like, you sent me
1: a 15% off deal or $15 off, whatever it was. Yeah, I was trying to trying to lure you in. Yeah, I sold
2: it. Um,
1: <laughs> for every happy come up story, there's a sad one. Um, the clay greens were an afterthought. I tried to buy a no box pair of origin story Spider-Man 1s. And they were four hundred and forty bucks, and that shoe was like seven hundred in my size, so I was like, "Oh shit, let me get that right now. Add it to my cart, go to checkout, and it was gone because I had it I kept going back and forth, I was like, "Ah, do I want to spend that on a pair of ones right now? Not really I, I kept going back and forth about the price, and then I was finally like bro they 're never going to get it down this low again from right now. Go buy them, and they were gone so I I tell everybody, you think long, you think wrong. So I, I thought too long about it, man. it.
2: I mean, it happens to the best of us. Trust me, I'm in the same boat. Sometimes, I'm just like, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. When you know, I had that issue with the uh, LeBron 16 Atmos, the uh, the Safari pack.
1: Yeah. I was like, all
2: right. All right. It's about – it's a decent price. I mean, it was a little above retail. It was like 175 $190. i am like, oh. Uh, I was going to go pull the trigger. For some reason, they spiked and like no size left. I'm like, who decided this was a cool shoe again? <laughs> what happened? The
1: people did. The, the people community. got me. I'm kidding.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the people call me slipping. That's what happened.
1: Yeah. It's the same way you say like, oh, the community made the Chunky Dunkeys cool. It's like, nah, fam, that's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> Resale made cool. the sneaker cool. I mean, so – Before we go into our main story, I have one little tangent to go on that I had between myself and a friend and a direct message. I didn't want to put it out there right away. But what sucks about sneakers now, I'm going to get on my old man pedestal here. Um, What sucks about sneakers now is that back in the day, like, I didn't have to be told that the Tiffany Dunks were something. The two dudes sitting next to me in history class in high school told me that shoe was cool. Like the people told me that like word of mouth told me that like forums told me that like legitimately the community set a basis of want. And I would categorize that as or organic hype, like mm-hmm. where we legitimate consumers of said product are ecstatic about a release. That can be anything that could be, you know, the rise of Skywalker, if you want to go into Star Wars, like if you're really about that Star Wars life and, and you're OK with how the last three movies kind of went, like you're stoked as hell to know that movie's coming. Like you you playing that whole day around the release, you know, that Thursday night, 6 p.m., 7 p.m. viewing of that movie. And shoes are the same way, but like new things like the Chunky Dunkey in particular, like we were told to think that show that she was cool like we're a sneaker blog so I can't like look myself in the mirror and not look stupid a little bit but <laughs> you know it's just like every outlet tells you that's the new sauce like that's the new hotness like there's so many external forces shaping opinion and that's just marketing 101 Like, you want to shape opinion to have people buy your product and to want your product there's nothing wrong with that but it's just not the same with dunks because now that shoe has the right or has the audacity to be $1,800 on resale when there's legitimate like grails and maybe the chunky dunky is the grail of a million different people out there. That's cool. I'm sorry for throwing shade at your tastes. I'm not meaning to do that, but I think anybody who is passionate about sneakers um or has been passionate about sneakers for a long time looks at that shoe and if you gave them the option of buying that shoe for a hundred dollars and they can make 1800 they're probably gonna go flip that and buy an old dunk like buy something that has street value like organic street community rooted hype that makes sense
2: Oh, I'm 100% with you because that shoe is absolute and utter trash to me. And you guys don't hear me say that too often. Now, typically, I'm the person who probably likes way too many things on, on the show. But I thought this show was absolutely trash. Did I try to buy it? 100% because just what Robbie said, if I can spend 100 bucks, flip it for 1800 buy one or two things on one, and put money in the bank, that is just a smart business move at that point because a bunch of goofballs I hear are literally trying to buy an ice cream carton shoe. I mean, I'm all up for, like, cool, like, funky colors and stuff, but I guess maybe I'm just not a big enough Ben & Jerry's fan to care. But y'all are out here cold tripping if you think you should spend $1,800 on a Ben & Jerry's shoe. And if if that's your grail, cool. I'm not ever going to judge what people like and don't like because that's the beauty of the sneaker game. Everyone likes something different.
1: But I am sure you could spend... Half the cost and get something weighed over. There's nothing more factual than what you just said. <laughs> I would buy that shoe for a hundred dollars. I did the same thing. I, I tried, um, I had three different accounts trying to get that shoe, and I was going to try to buy it, sell it, and then buy a pair of Union ones.
2: <laughs> that and you still would come out with probably a couple of dollars
1: afterwards because what Union ones are about $1, 12 to 1500 right now. Oof, I mean. They're like 15, 16, 17. Uh, You you could have bought one It It hurt. (laughs) It hurts my heart. I could have bought them at like 900. I was like, God damn it.
2: (laughs) Which is still insane. But, you know, it still a perception of a shoe, man.
1: And and it's funny because the Union one, I would argue, is a shoe of the people because any collector or historian or um, someone that has the audacity to to send messages underneath the name of sneaker history on Instagram should know how 1985 Jordan ones have aged around the collar and just like that idea is so was so novel is I would say is so novel to have that old feel on a completely new feel I mean so 80% of the shoes new 20% old looking and that's just a crazy concept, especially with like Virgil and all these deconstructed shoes and all these like hyper modern shoes, um, to have literally old mixed with the new on an old model with just some insane materials. I mean, any real head's going to be behind that shoe. I'm sure many other people tried to cop that at retail like I did and just struck out and that's the way it goes. But no one had to tell me that shoe was cool. I saw that and I was like, holy crap. That's a really good looking shoe. Yeah.
2: And it's funny. I'm kind of scrolling through Instagram as we're talking. Just I just put the hashtag Chunky Donkey. And it's funny. Everyone has like – so first of all, there's barely anybody with pictures with the shoes on their feet. is more people just holding them up. No one. But, oh, yeah. Dude, you can't wear the shoe. And the people who are wearing it are sitting very, very still. They're uh, trying to hide the lace bags. And they're, like, they're still factory laced to where they can still flip this bad boy as DS. So it's kinda of hilarious. I mean, there's one person, let's see here. Nope, this has been in Jerry's account. There's one person skating in them. I think that was a was it Deshaun Jordan? So I mean, his were free. Um yeah. If if someone can convince me in the comments that you're actually wearing a shoe on a daily basis and that you actually like it, please do. I am here for the conversation.
1: Crickets, no one responds to that.
2: <laughs> As I expected. <laughs>
1: But I don't, know. it's just, um, it's just, uh, I don't want to say it's a shame. It is what it is. Do it for the gram. Make your money. Yeah. I'm never get people making money. I tried to make money off it, damn it. So yeah, I'm um, saying. it's just why we were all trying to make money off of it is kind of silly. Um, so hype, not hype, um, sponsored, co-branded, collaborated, all those kind of things come up in our main topic here. Um, we're going to be talking about various releases here that have caught our eye. Um, no particular order, because I want to do the Flint 13s last, um, <laughs> or else that'd be like the first I'm talking about, um, but a little mixed bag out there. So I'm going to start off, we were just talking about hype and what culture and sneaker blogs make cool, and um, it's the release that comes out today when you're probably listening to this episode, Hopefully. Um, Friday the twenty ninth, the Travis Scott um, Air Max Two Hundred and Seventy React. Mm-hmm. What's your What's your first reaction is to hearing that full name of that shoe? First reaction is a.
2: All y'all that hated on the the OG Air Max Two Hundred and Seventy React, I, I don't want to see y'all bonded, but I don't care. <laughs> but I'm it. And really, I hear is that Travis Scott is a, is a full force machine for Nike that he can put his name on literally anything. I wouldn't be surprised if there's a monarch next that sells, you know, out in the blink of an eye. It's, it's insane. Like his his buying power, what do his buying power or selling power? I guess his selling power is just ridiculous. Like these kids, hell, these adults just flock to him like nobody's business, man. He just puts out a product that people want.
1: Yeah. And it's like. Supreme has misses when it comes to their Nike collab it happens um, comes to Garcon. there's a lot of um unfavorable um collaborations out there, but everything Travis does to your point is gold mm-hmm. and it sells instantly hype is high everything is just right with him and I credit that to him. And his type of music, his his brand of hip hop, being able to hit a lot of different avenues and not feel out of place. He could do the Super Bowl, he could do Fortnite, um, he could do the View, the morning talk show. Like <laughs> Travis Scott can make anything lit, and 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 power to him. We've all seen the videos of him in like 2013, you know, rapping to like 18 people. Mm-hmm. You got to start somewhere, so. Yeah. I'm for it. I'm gonna try to buy it just so I can sell it and buy another Travis Scott shoe. I'm a huge fan of his music. I li- really, really like Travis Scott. I saw him live once, and when uh, Birds in the Trap came out, and that was just a fantastic concert. I love his energy. Um, I've had zero luck in buying any of his shoes. I almost bought the Air Force One off of the real, real the like crazy pattern one. They had it for five hundred and twenty-five. But I was like, I don't want to spend 500 bucks on it right now. Um, so I'm going to try to get it and then buy an Air Force One instead, just so I can have a Travis Scott shoe. But they're cool. I think they really fit into what the 270 um, set out to be. It's never once told anybody that it's a running shoe, it's a lifestyle Air Max. And. Mm-hmm. Air Force 1's a lifestyle shoe, Jordan retros lifestyle shoes. The Jordan 33, nah, that's not a lifestyle shoe. That's why that that's why that shoe didn't do so hot. But um the 27, the 270, I feel like much like his music fits into a lot of different lanes. A lot of people enjoy that shoe. You could find it um at any store. I believe the traditional 270 without the React is still one of the best-selling Air Max or Nike models on the market, if not one of the best-selling sh- shoes on the market. Number two after you yeah. june Tianjun. It's, it's just it, – it fits. I think once they start doing stuff that doesn't fit, um, it will be a little corny. But we have not hit that point yet. No. Uh, it's crazy. I mean he's hit every shoe
2: – on the head, which has been insane. Even I was looking at the thirty three just now on Goat. Even that one saying it didn't hit like the others is still over three hundred dollars a pair. And thirty threes went on deep discount. So that says a lot considering
1: the model wasn't, you know, critically acclaimed. It's still retailed at like two twenty five though. Two twenty. So it's like it's only like oh, yeah. oh, okay. no well then never mind. Yeah. <laughs> I saw him at Buffalo Exchange worn for like two Fifty, and I was like, nah, I'm good." Damn, are getting smarter. Back in the day, those would have been like fifty bucks at Buffalo Exchange, right? Um, they they would have been they would have been what we call in the the movie industry, cannon fodder, <laughs> <laughs> or an anime too. Some people got to get no you know, has got to kill a lot of people to show how badass he is. So <laughs> they got there has to be fodder on on the field. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> So, so, the next shoe you recommended, and a lot of the models become fodder, um, it's the Pharrell Human Race boots You Wear X for 10, or Extreme. I'm not 100% sure. I'll let you tell me. But Pharrell is, um, I would say, the opposite of Travis Scott right now. Um, mm-hmm. When he came in with Adidas, everything was heat. Now, they've done so many we have Pharrell Fatigue. You can get various human race shoes on deep discounts. Um, some of them have held their value, but we know there's only like, you know, eight of those out of 50. Yeah. So um, tell me how excited you are for this boost you wear. I, I know you like that line a lot.
2: Yeah, I mean, thing is, I really like the boost you wear. Um, they are very different but very familiar at the same time. If that makes sense because it is kind of like paying homage to that old feature wear. Um, but you're, you're hundred percent right on the fatigue. I think if they would just, I don't know. I think, I think Pharrell has done all he can do for Adidas. Not saying that is a, as a knock to Pharrell, but I'm saying that too. That's what the Adidas catalog has given him to work with. Uh When he first came out, spit and fire like he could do no wrong he came out with a collection of what like 60 superstars and various colors uh his uh excuse me his nmd pack um uh, Bushy word basketball shoes and then he recently came in with the with the the 4d um human race that were way too expensive for their own good with four hundred dollars there now they're a discount most places for 200 and lower um I don't know. I just, I think they need to go back to the drawing board and maybe give him some of the ZX models to see if we can do something with those. But I think that would be a great uh, silhouette for him because he does use a lot of color, uh, uses a lot of different materials for layering. So I think if they gave him like a ZX uh, 8,000, 9,000, you know, 10,000, I think that would be a great stray from the norm of what people are, are seeing because right now nothing's going to move except for, you know, really hardcore Pharrell fans who have deep pockets because the shoes aren't cheap. Like I'm a fan, but uh, I like to wait till it goes on sale because I know now I can get them at a discount.
1: There really isn't a way a, a place for Pharrell to go at this point. So like maybe they do just kind of have to maybe not sever ties, but it's going a nice long hiatus because uh. releasing more isn't going to solve the sale problem.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You're, you're, yeah. you're just adding more to the confusion or to the, you know, to the <laughs> so that's, that's an interesting situation. And, you know, will Travis Scott get there at some point? We don't know. Drake, um, you know, didn't nearly hit the number of releases as Pharrell did, but the Drake, re- you know, hype train did slow down with the Jordan line. So, Jordan brand smartly stopped making those damn shoes. And so, I mean, you know, we'll, we'll have to see with that. It's a, it's a very interesting take on, on where collaborations can go. Um, once the releases feel a little um, oversaturated. Yeah. So, you know, our next shoe is definitely not oversaturated. We probably only get the air trainer three, you know, every four or five years. Um, I think the last one I can think of, is the Bo Jackson. Um, There's a couple of Jackson one. There was one with him like on a horse, right? Uh, it sounds about right. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, it was like him, like polo, but like it wasn't. It was like, it was pink. Um, man, that's um. an evolving. I'll look it up here and start talking about the shoe more. But I'm referring to the Viotech trainer, um, you know, originally debuted back in 2002. Haven't seen it in a hot minute. It's that you know, gorgeous pink and yellow. I think it's a perfect time to release a shoe of, with that colorway for the spring. And bright colors have been continually popular, um, but just the Air Trainer Three is just one of those really iconic 1990 um, you know Nike training shoes that didn't really have Bo Jackson's name directly tied to it, but Everybody knows they're the Bo Jackson trainers. Um, other popular colorways, you know, like the Medicine Ball. Um, mm-hmm. There's a Super Bowl Bo Jackson one. That was not the, the one I was referring to earlier. Uh, but, yeah, I'm pretty excited to see this. Um, it's not particularly a colorway for me. Um, the Air Trainer 3 I was referring to earlier was the Bo nose Horse Racing.
2: Ah, there
1: you go. Right? I know it's on the tip of my tongue. And that she released in 2014, I believe. So, yeah. Man, How do you feel about the, the, the biotechs?
2: I love them. I personally, I, I think it's a beautiful looking sneaker. Um, I'm trying to figure out what's going to happen with them. This is in one of those weird spaces. I can't tell if it's going to sell out or sit because I know they're releasing it off the power of the biotech dunk and kind of that nostalgia they've been pulling with these old dunks and they're trying to see if they can start – Pulling these old, you know, Japanese only releases and things like that uh, back to the, the forefront. And it is a good chance it will sell out, but there's also a good chance I think it's going to sit. Um, it comes out on Saturday? When's the first? Saturday or Friday? I don't know what day it is anymore. <laughs> um, i guessing it's Saturday. Yeah, it comes out Saturday. Um, and I don't know. I really like it. I would love to get a pair. Um, but there are some other things on this list that are just kind of like just radars at me right now. I think I just kind of want to wait for, and I want to, I think I'm going to take the chance to see if these sit around or if they don't sit, see if they retain a really low price on the resale market.
1: Cause I think they will. See, I don't think they're going to sit around. Um, a good Bo Jackson shoe brings a lot of sneaker heads out of the woodwork. Um, <laughs> and these definitely are a good trainer. The medicine balls, for example, did sit around for a bit, um, and I still kick myself in the ass for not buying those. They were super on sale. Um, I just don't wear that colorway a lot, so they're hard to wear. I bought them and sold them. (laughs) Oh, see, there you go. Um, So I very much appreciate the shoe, but it's just you know, like the SC High and the Air Max Ninety One, anything affiliated with Bo, if it's done right it's going to move. So actually it's, it's funny because I say that, but there was like a bread, um, SC trainer, um, trainer SC, pardon me, the trainer SC and, uh, that one sat at outlets. So it can be hit or miss. Um, yeah. now I'm thinking, pardon me. Uh, <laughs> Yes, the Air Max 90. So there's the VioTech Air Max 90 that, like, kind of, you know, stuck around for a little bit, but then sold out inevitably. But they're so cheap on, they're under retail on, on most resale platforms
2: I look at, uh, both the 2.0 and the OGs.
1: Um, and it doesn't the, mean that it leaves retailers fast.
2: No, yeah, no, it, It's said retailers for a long time. And uh, I think it even went to some outlets. So it's just one of those that. People bought them initially, thinking the Viotech was going to go ahead and get them the the resale value, but no one wanted the Air Max ninety model.
1: Yep, it's a it's a crazy crazy time out there. Um, mm-hmm. So next year, I wanted to bring up. Uh, I guess it comes in a in a four pack if you want to include the Air Jordan one. Um, it's the Space Hippie with the S at the end. Space Hippies. Um, there's four different models. Um, if you've been paying a little bit of attention. Um, you know that the line uses recycled already existing parts of Nike shoes um, to kind of emphasize the switch to sustainability. And, um, you know, we talked, we've spoken about in the past how I, I forget what country in Europe, but like Nike's trying to go like zero emission, zero waste type deal. Um, they've legitimately been about that life. So, I can feel the authenticity behind all of the space hippies. I love the name of it because mm-hmm. it, it, it it's a old hippie mindset with a futuristic look. So that's really fitting. Um, and above everything else, I think this is a great next step that they should continue development on. Um, because when Flynet it released, a lot of the focus was based off of it being, for the most part, recycled materials that made up Flyknit. And since then, it's kind of, it's become less and less about that. It's just more Flyknit's now um, an active part of the stable when it comes to Nike materials. Yeah. Um, but the Space Hippies, every one of these models, including the Jordan 1, um, look different enough especially the first three look extremely different that the mismatch look to them um, will forever kind of beckon back to the fact that these are recycled parts of shoes. Like it's, it's impossible to forget that part of the story when the shoes look the way they do. Um, You were saying that you were looking to buy pretty much all of these. So I, I imagine you're into it.
2: Yeah. And you know what? There's, so there was a little mistake on sneakers earlier. So there's actually a zero one through zero four and then the Jordan one, um, zero four just showed up recently and it, uh, it was more of a chunkier, um, chunkier sold one. But man, I am, this is one of those things where this is where I can't really commit to the vital tech trainer right now because I want at least one of these space hippies. Um, the 01, 03 and 04 have caught my eyes completely. Um, the simple one's cool. I mean, that's the one I got to get my hands on. It is what it is, but I was reading something earlier that these are supposed to be pretty readily available. It's not supposed to be a super limited drop. So I hope those words just kind of bring the resellers down, like kind of spraying with the bottle of water, just back like we, like we do with our cats, like, Hey, go away. So I need that to be a thing because since I saw that statement, I haven't been, I haven't seen a lot of hype around like the. You know, shoe social media about what's going on with this shoe. So except for the release date, and that's just big outlets saying, "Oh, it's releasing." I haven't seen a lot of sneakerheads. Oh yeah, this is coming out. Ooh. everyone's still focused on at this point at least, you know, tra- Travis Scott's, um, you know, Flint Thirteen. So hopefully, this can deter them enough to where it's easy to get a pair because these look. Freaking fantastic. I love that. Just, it looks straight up like you got, you know, like in certain gyms, they have like those composite rubber floors of reticle material. That's exactly what it looks like.
1: Uh huh. I and mean, it's amazing. No, I mean, th- they really are um, kind of under the radar, but I think these will go a few steps further than the, um, what was it like the, the Nike ISB? Um, or, uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. BSN, uh, ISPAs, or whatever. Definitely could just make it out. ISPA. Okay. It is ISPA. Okay. Yes. So, I mean, like, those had the same kind of look, but I feel like the Space Hippies are just taking it one step further. I love the fact that the Jordan 1 has, like, the zoom construction, like, yes. the other Jordan 1 zooms that didn't really sell very well. Uh-huh. Um, because the materials were bad but, Yo,
2: one, I'm sorry the gray one is actually like a $300 resale value right now just crazy enough yeah that one's sold out and it's like a $300 resale value the black one still you can probably find it in certain places in weird sizes but the, the, the gray one has I, I don't know people attribute it to looking like the Dior colorway but I don't know what it is this thing is literally over like way over retail
1: I stand corrected. Um, But still, like, so the Zoom Jordan 1 really improved upon what we've really been asking for for a long time. Is this better cushioning in the Jordan 1? Make it feel better um, to match its looks. But, like, the Space Hippie 1, this takes that one step further. It's like, all right, so it's more comfortable now. Let's make it more um, conscientious of the environment. So, All four of them, or all five, super dope. I'm excited to see those. Um, So that'll be a really cool thing. Um, Now, our next shoe here is straight up hip hop. We have the Ewing 33 High. Um, You might've seen, there's some really clean pictures out there taken by the homie, Noah. And it's uh, Ewing 33 High. Um, It's based off of the Dog Food album by The Dog Pound, The Dog Pound which was Corrupt and Daz Dillinger. And man, those normally, so I have another pair of 33 highs and I don't like wearing them because they're bulky and they don't feel very clean looking. Um, These are the complete opposite. I love Death Row. Anybody who listens to this knows I'm West Coast all day. So you put something California, old school hip hop on it. I'm all about that. So shoe looks crazy. Um, you know, storytelling is really, really good. Um, look for that to drop this Friday. So that'll be today for listening. When this episode releases, go buy it from uh, Ewing athletics, but, um, super dope shoe. Yeah, man. I mean, again, shout out to
2: Noah with the dude always makes me want to buy anything. He takes pictures of, um, <laughs> I don't wear Ewing's because, um, well, let's say I, I, I stand five eight and that shoe's going to be up to my knees. So it is just a, uh, too big of a shoe for me, but it is a clean colorway. So anybody can pull that off. Anybody, you know, six foot plus go buy it. That thing's clean. You know, watch Robbie Cripp walk through the streets in them. Um, <laughs> but yeah, man, they're, uh, know. Oh, I think they're pretty, pretty
1: solid, pretty clean for the, for a springtime. If the 33 high isn't your thing, I do recommend the sport light because I do wear those. They're infinitely more comfortable. They're like a three-fourths cut and it's more wearable. So if you you like what they're doing, that might be the model for you. Um, you This next shoe is the model for Nick. I would say if Nick were to be buried, he would probably be put in the casket wearing a pair of questions. (laughs) Uh, But we have two coming out um, June 1st. We have an orange toe and a Carolina toe, baby blue toe, whatever you want to call it, um, both with patent leather toe boxes. Super official for the summertime. Um, the low version of the question first released in 1999, um, you know, so a couple of years after the mid. But since then, it's come in, I would say, you know, 25, 50 different colorways. Um, There was and actually back in 1999 um, when the oatmeal's another recent release from Reebok um, release, there was an orange toe that was swayed um, back in 1999. Mm -hmm. There's actually a really, really clean uh, light blue pair. So it looks like Reebok's kind of just dipping into the vault and bringing some stuff back with a little twist on it. And actually while I look into it, there was a pearlized blue toe, a pearlized red toe. There was a blue, um, a navy blue suede toe. There was a yellow suede toe. Hot damn. Ninety <laughs> nine was the year. Uh, oh, a black gray pair too. Woo! Um, that was the year to be a Reebok fan, especially if you were riding the newly found Allen Iverson wave. But this is, the oatmeals and then these two are just uh three really clean releases in a row. Yeah, man. And
2: I mean, I can't even say I'm as close of a question fan as, you know, Mr. Nick Ingval, because I, I think he could build a house with the questions he's owned. But uh I uh I dude, I really like the shoe. And another reason, see we're you see how we're just going down this list and you are all releasing within like a fourteen day span of each other. Both these sneakers are super clean and they're going to sell out because for some reason every question's been selling out lately they will restock and i know a couple of local joints here that'll get them that you know people around here don't typically buy Reeboks in our in our Houston local market but for some reason when they release on finish line first and Reebok first they are out of here in the blink of an eye so i'm gonna expect these to do the same but i will have my eye open at this shop um i just can't decide if i want the blue ones or the
1: orange ones because i need to just pick one I I need to just give Nick one more shout out on this topic because when I was researching um, early um, question lows, I found a pair of 2002 reflective silver pairs. And um, in the image, he's actually credited as the ankle model. So, um, Nick, (laughs) I know you have a filter somewhere. You would not have let those go. But um, this, I I feel like the low top, um, like a lot of low tops in the world, are is more wearable than the mids. The mids yeah. obviously have the like the storytelling more so behind them than the low tops. But damn, if you if you're just trying to get right for the summer, a uh, low top pair is, is really really not a bad call if you're looking for some questions. If if you have the answer but you don't have the question. <laughs> I mean,
2: Good, uh, I and, like the transition there. Oh man! I and I think the those are supposed to be coming out soon too. So we're just gonna just fill up my closet with more freaking
1: Reeboks that bring me back to my childhood. There's there's gonna be a a lot of shoes that do that, and it's all for a damn reason. And it's to open up your pockets, and uh, we will happily oblige. (sighs) They got me. They got me. (laughs) That's like it's it's just with a with a
2: sad face and an open wallet. I say, you got me. Right, but, so go okay. ahead.
1: Oh, please go ahead.
2: No, so I would say since we're on the Reebok train right now, did you know that the Kamikaze Two and the OG colorway is going to release on the nineteenth?
1: I did not. That's, yeah. So I worked at I worked at Foot Locker when, um, literally, the Rain Man Kamikaze came out. It had like um, rain drips on it. It was Seattle Super Hawks, um, Super Hawks, um, <laughs> Seattle Supersonics colors. Yeah. Do, you, do, you know, do you know what I'm talking about?
2: I which exactly what you're talking about. I saw it the other day when I was kind of scrolling to find another pair of <laughs> them.
1: Raindrop. And then they also released this, like, the normal supersonic Sean Kent pair. And that shoe, man, I mean, I personally can't rock it. It's definitely not my look. Uh, I've never owned a pair, so I can't say that definitively. But I've held them in my hand. Like, I've had people be like, can I see that in a nine and a half? I go, I bring it back. I'm going back to the stock room and I look at it for a minute and I'm just like, I don't get it. Like the Sean Kemp thing. (laughs) I don't get it. It's it's, it's never resonated with me. Allen Iverson. I can understand that all day. John Wall, even he was so hyped and I like John Wall more than Sean Kemp as a player. So like I can see that, but it's, yeah, the Sean Kemp thing. I feel like he was such a flash in the pan um, that the height behind his shoes um, really aren't warranted, isn't warranted.
2: I mean, I just think the
1: shoe itself is just a dope-looking design.
2: I mean, I don't know. It's Something something about it is just very eye-catching. I don't know. It's just like the lines they use. But whatever it is, is a very eye-catching sneaker.
1: So here's here's an analogy. Um, Sean Kemp as to Reebok is to nomo and nike baseball like the air max nomos like those were hot when he was hot but now you know i mean they come back every now and again i want to say that shoe hasn't retroed in like eight years either but like you know it'll come back every now and again if people like oh this is cool um but it's just if you weren't there i guess you don't get it I was going to make a bad joke, but I will say, well, they ain't hot no more. Right. Oh, man, that's, that's not a bad joke. That's a, there's dad all over the world, yourself included, better like Dad joke, golf clap. Well,
2: thank you. I'll be here until uh, till Friday.
1: <laughs> and then you die. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, he'll be here after Friday. Um, so speaking of after Friday... Um, or next Friday, just kidding. It doesn't come out next Friday, but, um, the last shoe we want to touch on here is the first one I mentioned. Um, the Flint 13, will you be purchasing the Flint 13?
2: I think I'm going to try. I just got really upset when I opened up. I can't remember. I think it was like Hibbet sports and like Flint 13 and they have like all like the stuff associated with it. Dallas Cowboy Jersey. And like, and now I can get that, the meme out of my head of the Dallas
1: Cowboy fan uniform. And I'm like, ugh but I'm still going to try Probably, they re- it, it really is a part of the official uniform. It All you do a Des Bryant jersey and throw the X up, you know, you're, <laughs> you're official. I mean, um, Ian Stonebrook wrote a really, really good story for air.jordan.com. Go check that out. Um, and he breaks out like kind of what the 13 meant for like the future of Jordan brand. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not going to go too much into detail. Go read it. It's really good. But the 13 was one of the shoes he didn't wear on court while it was one of the shoes that released while he was still playing. And that doesn't make a difference to me at all. For me, it's just my, you know, um, regurgitated fact that I don't like 13s on my feet. They look great. They're super cool. Just on my flat pancake ass feet, it doesn't work. So. Um, I'm not going to be buying them personally. If the heavens below want to send me a pair, I'll take them. But uh, I- I'm not going to be looking to buy them. I already got the DMP sixes, which I thought I would sell a year from now, but in hand, they're they're pretty nice. I I'm, I'm quite impressed. So those might stick around. But that pretty much fulfilled my my Jordan quota for the month.
2: We well, did pretty good because you were well. I guess you actually did break your your uh, resolution. You weren't going to buy any George until the fire red came out. But I mean, you did, did you buy the fire reds or you just jump right onto the the sixes?
1: I did not. It's funny. The the morning I bought the sixes, like forty five minutes earlier, I struck out trying to buy the fire reds because I wanted those more than the sixes. Yeah. So here's here's my bet to myself: if I can get a pair of fire reds at retail, I will return the DMPs because I can't have both for personal reasons. I don't want to have both, but I like the fire reds more. I just haven't been able to get them.
2: That's fair. I think I would probably be in the same boat. I've always wanted the DMP sixes, but at the same time, I'm like, if I get the fire red five, you know, I think fives are hard to wear. I think it's just a better shoe all around, in my opinion.
1: I say that, but the second I saw the DMP sixes in hand, I'm like, bro, all you wear are black, blue jeans. because I don't like wearing blue jeans, like denim, blue jeans. Yeah. Um, black. So it's like you already wear a shit ton of black pants. You have a million hoodies. This is just like this is just s- screaming Robbie in the fall. DMP6, <laughs> black jeans, kith hoodie. See, it's so- that's the
2: thing. You're in a perfect location for that shoe. I live in old humid behind Houston, Texas, where I put this shoe on. My foot's going to sweat immediately. Like, I have to put them away until uh, Thanksgiving, basically, because they're just too, the materials are just too hot to wear in the summertime around here.
1: See, well, for me, you have to time it with the rain. So there's a there's a very, it have to be really good at checking weather.com before you hit the streets. But on a shoe like that, I do take the time to hit it with, like, water repellent because you're playing yourself if you think your shoes aren't ever going to get rained on in Portland. So yeah. hit it. Hit it with a quick base layer. I won't say the name of the brand because I absolutely hate their commercials. I don't like what they stand for, but they really do have really good um, water repellent, so I'm not even going to market them. But uh, use water, use um, sneaker sealant. It's pretty good stuff.
2: Oh, yeah. I did it for my Black Metallic 5 the other day. I cleaned them up, and they look freaking brand new right now. I'm like, man, I'm going to leave them in a the box for a minute. I don't want them to touch
1: the streets. Here's Here's my next level tip on that. I bought a suede sponge. So it's like it's not a brush. It's like literally a it's a sponge, but it's Mm -hmm. made for suede to get shit off of it. Yeah. Perfect. Go go reach out to your local cobbler and go get a (laughs) a suede sponge. Uh, But on that, stay inside. Stay safe. Um, Thanks for listening to another episode of the Sneaker History Podcast. Um, I'm Robbie. You can find me at Sneaker History on all major platforms. But Mike, where can they find you in your steadily growing YouTube audience?
2: Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to be everywhere right now. So you can find me at Mike Guillory on YouTube. And of course you can find me at Sneaker History. Find me on Instagram and Twitter at MadWatcher789. And yeah, I'm, I'm everywhere. Just find me, talk to us. We love it. Love you guys. Stay safe out there.
1: Yeah. Uh, pour one out for Nick's immunity. Um, He's been sick, so I uh, hope he feels better. And yeah. thanks for listening.
0: Have a good day. Take it easy. See you. What up, y'all? This is Nick again. First, I wanted to thank you for listening to the Sneaker History Podcast. It really means a lot that you would spend a part of your day rocking with us. Before you take off, I wanted to ask a few favors. If you're looking for more content from the Sneaker History crew, head over to patreon.com slash sneakerhistory. Our Patreon members get access to exclusive episodes of the podcast, our latest merch, giveaways, and much more. You can become a member for as little as five bucks a month, and it really goes a long way supporting the crew. Next, make sure you're signed up for our email newsletter. We share updates about the footwear business, some of our favorite finds and deals, and other sneaker-related news a couple times per week. I like to think of it as a one-stop shop for the sneaker game, or at least a work-in-progress one-stop shop for the sneaker game, if you know what I mean. Last but not least, tell someone you like their kicks today. Whether online or in person, social distancing in effect, of course, it helps make the sneaker community a better place, and you never know what conversation and opportunity might come from it. As always, we appreciate you, and we'll catch you next time. Peace. Hey, hey, Nick here again. Before you take off, I want to thank you for listening to the Sneaker History Podcast. Be sure to hop into our Discord to answer this episode's The Last Shot question and get to know our community of sneaker enthusiasts. If you'd like more insights on the trending topics in the sneaker world, I've also recently started a newsletter to share my knowledge from nearly two decades of experience working in the footwear industry. You can find the link to that below or go to sneakerhistory.com slash newsletter. And last but not least, tell someone you like their kicks today. You never know how far a simple compliment can take you, and we all know how good it feels to be on the receiving end of some appreciation. Thank you for all the support, and we will catch you on the next episode. Peace.